0: Welcome to Second Take, the show that focuses on the issues behind the news. Mining Weekly editor Martin Grima joins me today to unpack the latest in the mining industry. Welcome, Martin. Thanks, Ashni. Now, Implats says it's received a huge response to its request for information on real renewables.
1: Yes, you know, we ran a story on that request for information in November. And by January, they were just overwhelmed with projects. You know, 7.8 gigawatts of projects. gigawatts wind, 5.4 gigawatts solar and uh, they are so pleased they're smiling because a lot of people are now reacted saying, you know, there's a lot more capacity here than we think. If people can come forward with projects like that so quickly, Mm. you know, what else is out there? So individual mines, of course, are doing their own thing. A lot of the Implants mines are already far advanced with megawattage uh, and solar mainly, Mm. but you get a, a big operation like Impala Rustenburg. You've got to do something special with it. So you've got to bring in third parties, you've got to bring in independent power producers. And this solution, I mean, is, could be wonderful f- for a place like Impala Rustenburg because it's unusual, but this particular operation doesn't have enough place f- for solar. They don't have enough land for solar. They mm. could do something with the Royal bafokeng But, you know, this option now is coming through and it's also geographically spread. It's virtually every province in South Africa bar KwaZulu-Natal. So you've got all those good things when you actually go out to a request for information, which is now going to become, you know, a request for proposals and let's see what we can do. And I think by March they they should have some decision on, on, on this big wheeling of energy. They're going to wheel it. So there'll be big wheels.
0: And Harmony says that mine life can be extended uh, through cheaper energy.
1: Well, you know, this is what often doesn't come to the fore. The electricity prices have gone up by more than 500% in 10 years. I mean, it's ridiculous how they have made electricity so expensive. Eskimo. And now when you look at what's been happening there, you realize that this has been damaging the country unbelievably, unnecessarily, to push that price up. But of course now people are saying, wow, we can swing it down and as they go into their own projects, they find, wow, you know, just on the first two smallish phases, they're going to save like 425 million rand a year. But, you know, once they get into the bigger stuff, I mean, it's going to be massive savings Mm -hmm. for them. So then you look at all your costs and you start working out. Well, can I turn more of my resources into reserves? So then you extend your mine life. You know how important that is for South Africa that, you know, uh, a cut off grade is, it becomes so much uh, more expensive. Mm. So it can keep mines going for a longer time. And that's so important because we haven't had exploration. We're starting to worry you know, about the future of mining, particularly if there's a huge downturn, what happens if they start closing these mines? So this is just a pointer to how important it is to get lower electricity because it can keep your minds going for much longer. Mm.
0: Lastly, Anglo-American recently pointed out stats uh, that the world is warming to pre-industrial levels, which is a long way off from the Paris Agreement requirements.
1: Yes, you know, this heating is not really being taken seriously. You can see a lot of parts of the world, do they really realise that this is real? You know, you can hear people coming out from corporate Officers every day saying this climate change is real. Do You understand this is real. Why? Because they scattered around the world, and they can see the huge disruption. Like Anglo American, they can see, you know, droughts in Chile, and they can see floods in Limpopo, and you know, they they're watching this change. They're knowing they've got to protect their open pits against flooding. They've got to protect their underground mines against flooding because, you know, the way the the rain pattern has changed, and then they're worried about droughts coming. So it was very good of Anglo American. Uh, CEO Duncan Van Blatt, to sound this warning that you know we're getting very credible people doing the research and they're coming up with the fact that we're falling behind here. We are not going to stop this global warming the way we should in terms of the Paris Agreement because we are not making a big effort. Now, you've just seen the study come out uh, 2001, we had that terrible fire on the Table Mountain in Cape Town. They've now said, hey, this (laughs) was really partly impacted by climate change. So people are starting to study it. They're coming up in local areas. Mm. So I think it's very good that you get this warning that we've got to take climate change seriously. We've got to bring this temperature down. And that's why I'm so pleased with the mining sector in the main, you know, they, they rush for renewable energy. They rush for clean energy. They're serious about this because they're the ones that I think can see it the clearest.
0: Thanks for speaking with us, Martin. It's
1: a great pleasure, session. That's
0: it for today. Join us again next week for more news analysis on the local and global mining industries. To subscribe to Crema Media's Engineering News & Mining Weekly, please email subscriptions at krimamedia.ca.za